All right, everybody, welcome back to an episode of the SLS Podcast. Today, I am so happy to have Harsha back on call. Harsha, how are you doing? I'm doing so great, and I'm so honored to be back on the podcast. Yay! All right, and I know, you know, you're a senior now. How's all that going? How's how's life? Um, It's all very stressful, but it's it'll all be very worth it in the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good way of putting it, honestly. I'm seeing a lot of uh, seniors kind of run out of steam at this time. Um, okay. And I'm really hoping that the stress is just not getting to you. Senioritis is like a very real thing. Um, you will feel absolutely burned out and life will absolutely feel meaningless. But there is a light at the end of the tunnel and it seems very, very far. But hopefully it'll get here soon. That is so true. And I'm kind of going to use that to segue into my first question, which is, what is something that you think all high schoolers should know about college applications? They take a lot of work. A lot of people think like, oh, this it's this big daunting thing, but when I get to it, it won't seem that daunting. It absolutely will. Like, <laughs> there are 1,500 different essays you need to write. And quite honestly... When you put your entire life down on paper, it it seems very methodical, and it takes a lot of, like, the emotion out of it, almost. It seems like, so, for me, an example was, I did all this volunteering throughout my high school career. I taught dance to little kids, because I love dance, but when I put it on my application, I had to put how many hours I did a week, whether or not I got paid, how much did I get paid. And it very much, like, took all of the emotion of how much I loved dance and how much I loved teaching out of it. And it made it seem like I only did it for a college application. And, like, it kind of, it does take a toll on you a little bit. And it's really important to remember that it was so much more than that. It was so much more than a thing that you did for a college application. It doesn't always have to be so methodical. Yeah, no, that's really amazing. Thank you so much for telling our listeners that. Um, And from what you just told me, you know, I can see that you have a serious passion for everything that you're doing. And I'm sure that colleges can see that too. Um, Thank you. So, I mean, I don't know. I think if you do something for a long amount of time and you, you work at it and you work at it, I'm hoping that colleges will be able to see that. But then again, I'm, I'm not the leading expert on this issue at all. Um. I wish I was, but thank you so much for saying that. Um, And so what do you think is just the most important aspect of college applications and the least important part of college applications? So I know the least important part can be a bit difficult to answer just because it's, you know, everything when you're doing the college applications just seems so important. But if you had to tell students the one thing that they should stress about the least, what aspect would that be? think it would be kind of like listing out your achievements um this is for the least important part by the way Mm -hmm. because quite honestly when you put everything down on paper like I said before it does seem very methodical but it also seems like you have to sum it all up in like a hundred words or less and by the time you're done doing that it seems like you haven't done that much but I promise you you have done everything that you can and if you feel proud of yourself that is all that matters like 
the way everything is listed out in like the activities section is not always the way it represents you like you're gonna list everything out and it's all going to seem very small in the big picture but it's not and then most importantly I think college apps give you a chance to really reflect back on your life kind of like draw out certain experiences and memories that mean a lot to you and kind of expand on them how they've impacted you as a person and more than just getting to write about them in an essay it really gives you a chance to kind of think of who you are now and who you were like as a kid and one you're still a kid while you're doing your college apps you are not an adult yet even if you are 18 which I am like you're still (laughs) a kid you're still allowed to be a kid but like it kind of allows you a chance to really think about your life and it gets very like emotional almost and introspective and it gives you this kind of like zen almost to see how much you've grown and like if you have grown if you have like certain principles that you have now that you didn't then like I think it really is important to take that time to kind of look through your life and it does really help with how you write your essays and how like meaningful and emotional your essays are that is absolutely mind-blowing because I never knew that there was just this reflective part of the college application process because it just felt like everything just goes down on paper you know oh definitely like it feels that way at first but once you really start getting into like the questions really writing about it mm-hmm. like it feels very personal um I'm gonna bring up another personal example because I just want to um for the Barnard application this year, one of the questions is write about a fictional character that has impacted you. And for those who don't know, Barnard is a woman's college, so was acting asking for a female character. Um, so I chose Amy March, and like you can from Little Women, from Little Woman, yes, I love her. I love her too. Um, but you choose like any woman, like living, dead, fictional, from a song, like any woman. And I chose Amy March. But that question really gave me the chance to kind of explore who I am through all the different women that I've learned about through my life. And so many essay questions give you the chance to do that. Yeah. No, I'm really happy that you mentioned that they give you a chance to really look at yourself. Um, because I had no idea that the questions would be as unique as that. I feel like when people think of the college application questions, they think of like the cookie cutter, you know, why do you want to come here? What have you accomplished? That sort of stuff. those, Those questions definitely do take up a lot of time. And they personally, I find them the most daunting because mm. I'm just like, I want to go there because I want to go. I don't know how to write 150 right. words about it, but like. There are so many other parts to your application that I feel like people don't really think about. Like, I didn't think about it until I actually looked at the essay questions. And, like, I don't know. It's It does seem very, like, cookie-cutter, put in this, this, and that. Like, college essay experts will tell you, put in this, have a hook to your essay, and make sure you have some sort of emotional part. But it doesn't always have to be that way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess um, on that note, what's your strategy for kind of approaching those questions that we just talked about? You know, the why this college and that sort of stuff. Um, 
okay, for this, I am going to take advice from college essay experts. Um, I do think it really is important for all the colleges you're applying to to find a reason that you do want to go. If, even if they don't have a why us reason, when you go to a college, you want to go there somewhat excited. Even if it's like a safety school that maybe like it was probably one of the most viable options for you and the other schools you got into weren't really feasible perhaps because of freeze or travel or things like that but like you're going to a school that you apply to just to apply so that you would have somewhere to go that's where you end up going find something you're excited about something to look forward to because you don't want to go to college dreading your experience you might go like kind of sad or disappointed but find something to kind of really attach yourself to to be excited to so that you'll go there really knowing that you have something to look forward to Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah 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 and i'd say that this is something i again i'm not applying to colleges i'm not a senior i'm not the leading expert on this at all um but i feel like one thing that i've learned is that like the prestige of the college is really not like that might be the most important factor for you but for me personally it really isn't uh it doesn't impact it doesn't i don't feel like it adds much value to you know the why i want to go to this college it just makes you look pretentious so truly like yeah for those why us essays colleges can tell when you want to go yeah just because of their prestige just because you're in the ivy league so to find something that you're really excited about maybe a program they have a professor that's leading a research project or yeah. like the area even the area that they're in and like how much you want to immerse yourself in the culture there that's all really great things to write your why us essay about it really includes a personal aspect and like colleges will be able to tell when you just want to go there for their prestige and it is really important to kind of find something other than that to want to go because if you're only going yeah. for prestige i can almost guarantee you you will not have fun at college you will go there expecting this really great like ivy league experience but it's all going to be really difficult it's going to be rigorous and you might have expected that but it won't be any fun exactly and i feel like like you said colleges can tell when you actually want to go there and when you don't and when you say something like yeah i want to go to harvard because it's harvard it's like the biggest brand name in the country why would the college take you at that point like you know there's so many more people who have interested in specific aspects of the college absolutely like i when i wrote my why us essay for schools like brown and university of chicago there are traditions that they do there that I genuinely like love that I want to be a part of specifically with like U Chicago. They do like a citywide scavenger hunt every year, which is just so fun. And like, if you write about like, Oh yeah, the classes are really good and the programs are really nice. And U Chicago is a really, really great school, but it also has nothing to do with what I want for my future I just want to go there because of the name. Colleges will be able to tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, there's definitely a good component of research in there. Uh, I don't know if it's feasible for every family to, like, go and visit every single college that you're applying to. Um, I mean, I'm hoping your list is not that long, but I don't know uh, how many you are. And if so, you know, how easy it is for you to easily go and, and visit a college campus. 
but I definitely say there's a level of just researching, of understanding the college inside and out, um, of being able to, I try to liken it to like this metaphor, like if someone asked you to describe the college on the spot, you should be able to do that, I hope, by the yeah. time you're filling out the application for that, you know? Yeah, absolutely, and like, you're right in saying that it isn't feasible for a lot of students to go and visit their college. I had a plan to go visit my college this summer, but because of personal reasons, I wasn't able to visit any of the ones that I wanted to. But a lot of colleges offer like virtual tours on their websites. Like if you have email signups, they'll give you like a virtual campus guide. And you don't need to do those things. Even if you like read about a college, you do a deep dive on their website, on their history, on like talk to some alumni that you might know or contact some alumni because um, alumni are really nice and a lot of them are very willing and very open to talk about the university that they graduated from. So just contacting them being like, hey, what did you like? Like, why did you choose to go here? Some of them, like a lot of them will probably respond with, oh my God, thank you so much for contacting me. Like, I would absolutely love to tell you why I loved my school. And like, you're right if you aren't able to describe what that college is like or even what you like about it at the drop of a hat you should really reconsider applying Mm -hmm. yeah no that's amazing advice uh listeners please make sure to remember the alumni bit because i had no idea about that um i think that's just an amazing idea uh and i guess how did you narrow down your list of universities to the places that you really enjoyed the places you wanted to apply to okay so I am not the best person to ask about this my friends are constantly on me for having a far too long a list of colleges I will not tell you an exact number but I will say it is above 13 which I will say this much please please narrow down your list to less than 13 or 12 or even 8 because it is an extremely stupid idea to do more than, like, 13 or 15. It takes up too much of your time. It is far too stressful. But um, I guess it really just comes back to, do you want to go here? Why do you want to go here? Is it a feasible option? A lot of people don't like to think about this. They'll say, oh, what harm could it do? But, like, is it feasible for you and your family to pay the tuition if you get a scholarship is it still okay for you to maybe travel if it's out of state or if it's international is it really a good idea for you to go international without maybe a set support system where you're going because it will feel lonely if you're going out of state and if that's not something that you really feel okay with then maybe reconsider applying to too many schools out of state consider tuition consider like all the programs this college has, a lot of the things that I did to narrow down my list was I want to double major um, in business and literature. So I had to make sure that the colleges I'm applying to had good programs in both of those things instead of just one. Mm -hmm. And if some of the colleges I'm applying to did have just one, I needed to make sure that I was okay with that, with having a degree in just one thing or maybe both things, but maybe a degree that was valued more in one thing. Consider the programs they have, consider the extracurriculars you have. One thing for me was, I said this before, I really love dance. This was not a deciding factor, but I did look at, you know, like 
do colleges have dance teams? Did they have like Bollywood fusion dance teams, which is what I'm most experienced in? Did they have like music programs or things like that? Um, also, location. Location is such a big factor. I'm such a city girl, so about 90% of the colleges I'm applying to are in a city. If you are more rural, stick to rural. If you are suburban, stick to colleges that are more suburban. Do not insert yourself into an unknown environment that you will not feel comfortable in, that you will be living in for the next four years. That is so real. Like, guys, remember, location, okay? A college campus located in the heart of New York City is some people's thing, but it's not everyone's thing. So, you know, look at the Google Maps of your college, okay? Like, the bare minimum know where your college is. Know what it's like exactly. in that area. Even if you can't tour, get a general idea. But, yeah. And, Harsha, I just want to say there is absolutely nothing wrong in having more than 13 colleges. I think that's really good because you have just this wide array of options. Um... And I think when the time comes for uh, you to select that college and to select that place that you're going to call home for four years, um, I think you're going to be extremely decisive about it. I think it's going to be excellent and you'll have so much less disappointment than somebody who says, yeah, I should have applied here. I might have had a chance here. So Absolutely. I yes. completely agree with you. Applying to more than like 10 or 13 colleges isn't necessarily bad. If you really want to apply, go ahead, apply. But the only thing is, I made sure that I was ready for the amount of work that came with it. Mm -hmm. Because it does take a lot of preparation. Make sure you are ready for the amount of work that comes with it. That's the only thing. Oh, no. <laughs> As a, I, I'm a junior right now, and, you know, I'm so scared for this college application process. I'm excited, but I'm also, you know, there's there's definitely just this feeling of, of fear of stepping into this whole world of, you know, being surrounded by college, 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 college. It is so very daunting. And as you go through your high school career, college always seems so far away. Like even when my senior year started, I was like, oh, like college is so far away. I'm like applying, but it's not coming up soon. And now it's November and I'm like, Oh my god, this time next year, I might be out of state. I might be, like, at a university. Or mm -hmm. I, I'm applying to some schools out of the country, so I might go, like, out of the country. And it's so weird to think about. But it's also just, like, you know, it is very daunting. And it, it is scary, but it's important to think about, like, that thing that I mentioned. It allows you the chance to go through your life and see how you ended up at this point. And it does seem a little scary to kind of go through your entire life and be like, oh my god, how the hell did I get to this point? But it's also just like, you know, like, I got to this point. You got to this point. Let me tell you, when you get to this point, be proud of yourself. It is okay to be proud of yourself for getting to the point of being able to fill out college applications. You went through four years of high school and you are now getting ready for the next phase of your life. Be super proud of yourself because it is difficult. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's amazing advice. And Harsha, I really hope that you are incredibly proud of yourself, you know, 
This is four years of high school. You've gone through it, and you're filling out all these college applications. And like you said, there is light at the end of the tunnel, and I really hope that you're feeling that sentiment um, as much as I am. Absolutely. So um, in general, you know, college applications are notoriously time-consuming. How do you budget your time uh, for working on applications? Um, I just, okay, personally, this is something that really only works for me, people like me. I work really, really well under a time crunch. So a lot of the time, I will, like, outline my essays. I'll start typing them up. But I'll only really have a final draft ready right before I need for it to be ready, which is not good advice. Do not follow that advice. It is not a good idea. It is ridiculously stressful, but it works for me. But really, I think it's important to kind of have this idea of what you want to do. Kind of just like, like I said, outline your essays, outline your activity section, and for, like, the actual common app questions, like, the family, the personal, the grades, have all the information ready. Just mm-hmm. ask, because there are some questions in there. Like, I had to ask my parents for what year they graduated for college. Like, how many degrees did they have? When did they get those degrees? What are their jobs? What are their titles? Having all that information ready, like, on a spreadsheet or on a piece of paper will really help the process go faster and kind of make it feel like you're done with part of your application already and those questions will really often be repeated in each college's individual applications so having all that ready so you can just like type it in and get all that over with before you get to your essays is really really useful Mm -hmm. um and also just like making sure that you are kind of balancing your time out well like with your schoolwork, with your extracurriculars, and now this like added stress of college applications, I would say kind of just make sure that you aren't giving too much time to one thing. And if you need to, eliminate something. Because if you, this has worked for me at my school because my teachers are extremely understanding. It might work at yours, it might not. But if you ask your teacher, just go up to them and be like, hey, I'm really stressed right now. I have a deadline coming up. Is it okay if I wait to turn in this homework? Or is it okay if I like take this test another day or take this quiz because I don't feel ready for it? Some teachers have said yes. Some teachers have said no. That's just kind of something with life you have to go with. But like, kind of just make sure you aren't taking up all your time to do college applications. Do not stay up until 3 a.m. working on college applications because you were doing your homework until 7 and then you had to do this extracurricular and now you have to work on your essays and your questions. Don't do that because it will really only make you feel like more stressed. Mm -hmm. You won't be getting enough sleep. You'll have to go to school the next morning and it's just this entire really unhealthy cycle. So really learn how to take those moments of time. Like for me, I worked on my college applications during lunch. And like if my teachers let me use my computer after a test, if I had time after a test, I work on it then during any sort of study all I had. Like I would really try to take that time during school so that I wouldn't have to worry about it too much when I got home. Then I would usually start my homework relatively early, earlier than I did 
in the past three years of high school so that I would have time to fill out my applications and like spend like an hour or two on those and then kind of take some free time for yourself because that is also really important to think about when you're filling out your applications. You won't be able to write the best essay you can unless you are not stressed because if you are super duper stressed and you just have no idea what is going on you feel super frazzled you will not be able to write the best essay you could have and that's really important to think about yeah no i'd say it's definitely important uh and i guess like some really main takeaways from that are just number one your teachers are sympathetic they know that you're doing college applications even if it doesn't feel like it, I don't think any teacher will ever refuse if you ask for like an extension or something because of college applications. Um, Just don't be unreasonable, like make sure you're turning in a a good chunk of your work on time, Um, you know, and be participatory in the class, right? Uh Um, And secondly, you know, my one another thing that I'm trying my best not to do next year is like, don't not load myself up, right? Because if I'm taking, like, 10 APs and, like, you know, I've got four clubs and I'm doing something else and doing college applications, um, none of them are going to go well. (laughs) Like, I'm either going to fail my classes or my college applications are going to look bad. So, I'm sorry. That's an eventuality. Don't load yourself up, y'all. Like, don't, don't take 10 APs. You really, you really need to, when you go into your senior year, or you're doing course registration in your junior year, you really need to figure out how you're going to lighten your load. Because mm-hmm. everything that you could handle the last three years, I guarantee you, you will not be able to handle that same amount in your senior year, as well as college applications. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I'm doing so much work, and I just, I can't even imagine like college applications on top of this. So... Because I'm just hoping most that likely you wouldn't be able to do college applications on top of this. It'd be <laughs> too much. So you need to learn how to, like, make it not too much. Yeah, it's definitely crazy. So I'm going to shift the conversation over to my people, juniors. So, in general, when should you start preparing for college applications? Okay, so... From what I can remember, junior year is a really, really stressful time. And Priyanka, I think you are agreeing. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's rough. (laughs) And quite honestly, it feels like everything is coming down on you at once. But I would say open your Common App account winter break. Or open your Common App account spring break. Finish as many, like, of those, like generic what is your name what are your pronouns do you want to submit these scores or even if you don't want to like choose that just leave that question blank be like I'll decide later but write it down somewhere fill in like who's your parent what does your parent do who's your other parent if you have another parent do you have any siblings what's your sibling's name fill out all those generic questions like during some sort of long weekend or a break because quite honestly it will take you max like three and a half hours and that's if you are really really slow and if you have none of the information but like start with your essays I would say at the latest middle to end of summer break you don't need to have them fully written 
but have at least some sort of outline for your personal statement then. Mm-hmm. Have your college list finalized, I would say, by the end of September or mid-October. And this is all, I did maybe half of these things. This is what I would have wished I did. But <laughs> I would say, if you don't have your college list finalized by mid-October, that is completely fine. Have it finalized by the end of November at the latest. Because, first of all, ED applications are due November 1st. So if you're doing early decision anywhere, you have to have that decided and finalized. I would say at the latest by mid-October. Because you have to write those essays. You have to make sure they are the best they can be. You have to get everything ready. Get that done by mid-October. And then Mm -hmm. every other college that comes next, decide those maybe like at the very like end of your ed application process so november 2nd comes up look at your college list prune just prune away all the colleges that you don't want or you think that you know it's not really a feasible option for me but also look at deadlines if you want to apply early action make sure you look at the colleges that have early action if there's like there's the internet is so so great because there are so many websites that have like lists of all the colleges that do early action. So if you see any that you're interested in, write it down, write down their deadline. For me, like UNC Chapel Hill, their early action deadline is October 15th. So obviously you have to decide whether or not you want to apply there very, very quickly. But also like if you want to apply to any early action colleges, have that list decided I would say have your, I'm going to remedy my past statement. I would say have your early decision and early action colleges decided by mid-September so you can get all of that ready. Have your final college list for all your regular decision decided by beginning to mid-November. And kind of just like really have all of your ideas for all the things you want to write about written down because a lot of the essay questions are very similar so you'll be able to take from like maybe this scholarship essay you had this other college essay and like merge it to create this Frankenstein essay for this other college also scholarships look at scholarships in the summer you will think oh I don't really want to apply to any scholarships and if you don't that's fine but they are incredibly helpful if you are applying to this college that you think it might not just be financially feasible. If they have a scholarship, even if you're like, hey, it's a long shot, apply for it. Nothing is going to hurt you there because the scholarship does not determine whether or not you're getting into the college. It absolutely does not. Mm-hmm. And a lot of scholarship essays are similar to college essays. I have a friend who took her scholarship essays just change them around a little bit and it fit for like 90% of college essays so just like have all your essays ready take pieces and like mold them together to make like the essay that you want to write and I'd say just that first big step is apply like you literally can't lose anything um, just by applying I mean the only thing you're going to do is you're going to gain something yeah, so, and scholarships, yeah. unlike 
colleges. Scholarships do not have application fees, if I remember correctly, which I think I do. They do not. Applications do have application fees. Scholarships do not. So you are, it is not going to hurt anything or anyone if you apply to any scholarships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'd say, um, so Harsha's advice is excellent, but this is a personal journey, I think, in a lot of ways. Yeah, it's definitely. what you want to do. It's what you feel most comfortable in. It's your financial situation. It's your family situation. It's the ideas that you've grown up with and the ideas that you've learned and where you are now and how much you've grown. And those are all incredibly personal pieces of information. Um, so I think it's amazing that you're able to generalize it and help out all of our listeners. This is amazing, Harsha. Thank you so much. And um, my final question is, what is some advice that you have for some juniors who are already kind of thinking about college? And even seniors who are, you know, just entering in to senior year and they're like, God, how do I even navigate this? Just in general, people who aren't stepped into the college application process, what's your advice? Um, it, the college application process seems really scary. It is scary and it's okay to be scared, but do not let it take over your entire life. Make sure that while you're in your senior year, or like even if you're applying to college after you've left high school, make sure that you aren't dedicating all of your time. Because like I said before, you will not be able to make the best college application you can unless you are unless you are being the most you that you can be. And that means having fun with your friends whenever you can, spending time with people you care about, doing things you love, while also balancing this process. Do not let it take over your entire life. It is okay to be scared of college applications, but do not let that fear overtake you. Yeah, no, that is amazing advice. Thank you so much. I, you know, I personally feel pretty scared of the application uh like you said it's really daunting to kind of just even thinking about it and stepping into it um but what you've told me has really really helped me just think about this process a little bit more and calm down about it in general so thank you so much yeah it's really important to think about like like i said before when you write your entire life down on a piece of paper it seems really small and a little bit meaningless and it seems like you haven't done that much don't think about it like that it is your life it is your personal experience and that is what has shaped you to be the type of person you are today and it might not seem like that much on a piece of paper but it was meaningful to you it did mean that much and it's important to not lose that meaning yeah yeah i think that's definitely just an integral part of not just college applications, but any applications you fill out and yeah. anything you do in high school. You can't lose sight of what's made you you just because you're putting it down on paper. So, exactly. Yeah. Thank you so much for all of your advice today, Harsha. It has been absolutely excellent talking to you. I always love having you on the podcast. It's amazing. Please, I love being on the podcast. It is so fun every single time. Oh, yeah. All right, well... With that, um, thank you so much for talking again. And listeners, I hope you all took away a bunch of amazing things from what Harsha told us today. All right. Thank you so much.